Hello and welcome back to Building Online Sales Success, the Instagram series. So if you haven't already seen, some of the previous episodes have been really focused on Instagram. And this is because so many of you ask me, how do I grow on Instagram? How can I get more followers? How can I convert more of my audience into paying clients? How do I leverage some of the functionality that Instagram gives me, like lives, like reels, like stories? And so I've dedicated a number of episodes to help you to grow on Instagram. And today's episode is all about the insights that Instagram gives us to help us. This is the Building Online Sales Success Podcast, helping you to build, market and sell your offers online. I'm Rachel Howarth and I'll be sharing the strategies that are allowing me and my clients to create online sales success. Sales can be easy, not sleazy. And in this show, you'll get to see behind the curtain and discover the sales secrets that will create the impact, income and freedom that you've been dreaming of. It's time to stop doubting yourself and start creating the business that you truly deserve. Now, it is my belief that this area of Instagram is underutilized by most people on the platform. And I just want to share with you a couple of the things that I use the insights area for on Instagram. And I know that doing those things has helped me to grow. I know that doing those things has helped me to show up at the best time of day, show up in the best way, to really understand what types of content my audience are loving and what types of content my audience are maybe not loving quite so much so that I can post more of the right thing and less of the wrong thing. So I'm just going to walk you through a couple of the things about the Instagram insights area that I think would be really, really helpful for you. Now, first things first, if you've got no idea what I'm talking about, then the insights area, let me tell you how you get to it. So when you're on your Instagram profile in the top right hand corner, there are three little lines, three horizontal lines. You click on those three lines. And yes, I do have my phone in front of me, making sure that I'm giving you the correct information. You click on those three horizontal lines and it brings up a menu. Now, your menu might not look exactly like my menu. It depends if you've got a personal profile, a business profile or a creator profile. Mine is a business profile. Now, you will only have insights if you've got a business or a creator profile. So if you don't see, on mine, it's the fourth one down in the menu. On yours, it might be the third, it might be the fifth. Just have a look. If you don't see the word insights in that menu, then that's probably indicating that your profile is a personal profile. So my first bit of advice to you would be to change your profile to a business profile. And you could do that within the settings area of that menu, okay? So once you know that you've got a business or a creator profile, you can then access the insights area. So when you look at the insights area, it's broken down into three categories, accounts reached, accounts engaged, and the total number of followers. And it also allows you to filter and sort 
your results for the last seven days, the last 14 days, the last 30 days, last month or the last 90 days. Okay, so you've got a number of different options there. But the first thing I want to tell you is the number one goal that we have with our Instagram, the biggest piece of data that we use to drive our Instagram strategy is our engagement percentage. Now, this is not a number that you can find on your insights. I'm going to tell you how we calculate it. And I want to explain why this is the number, the one number. If we didn't track any other number, this number would be the number, is our engagement percentage. So on your insights overview, it will tell you in the last seven days, how many accounts you've reached, how many have engaged with you, and how many total followers you've got. So what we do is we work out our engagement percentage over a 30-day period. So we drop down the seven-day option and we choose last 30 days instead. And then it will resort the data and give you the number of accounts engaged in the last 30 days. Now, you can also do this for a calendar month. Yeah, so you might want to use the date option and set a calendar month. But what we do is we work out of the total number of followers we've got, how many of them were engaged. So for easy maths, if you've got a thousand followers and 600 of them are engaged, then you just divide 600 into a thousand. And that would indicate that you've got a 60% engagement figure. So that 60% is the number that we track more than any other number. Now, the reason that that is so important to me is follow account means nothing. Yeah, absolutely nothing. But engagement percentage means everything. Because if your engagement percentage figure is good, it means that your content is reaching your followers. But even better than that, it's reaching them and they're engaging with it. Now, engagement could be a like, a comment, a save or a share. And in the Instagram algorithm, a save or a share counts for more than a like or a comment. But just broadly speaking, if you're tracking your engagement percentage, it is the total number of engagements divided into the followers that you've got. And all we do is we aim to increase that month on month. And sometimes we see it go up by a lot And other times we see it go up by a little bit and sometimes it's static and sometimes it goes backwards. It really does depend on the quality of the content that we post, how active we are at engaging in stories and DM conversations. And therefore that then drives the engagement percentage. Okay, so that's the number one thing that we use to track. The other thing that I'm going to suggest that you go and look at when you are looking at your insights is go and look at the content that you've shared. So halfway down the page, it will show you recent content that you've shared. If you click on the posts that you see there, then it will bring you up a grid of all of your posts. And at the top of the page, it gives you three menu options. One is the type of post. So it will either be set to any photos, videos or carousels. So we set it to any, then it will give you some other options. So it's defaulted to reach, but it could be call button taps, comments, follows, impressions, likes, profile visits, saves, video views. There's all sorts of different metrics there that you can use. 
So we would normally set that. Well, I, I go and look at a couple of things, but the first one I will look at is comments. So I set that to comments. So any type of post for the comments that it got. And then I look at in the last 30 days. And then I let that filter just sort of filter its way through and it will show you which of your posts got the most comments in the last 30 days. So if you're particularly trying to drive comments, it's going to show you in order which post got your audience chatting to you. Yeah. So that will tell you if there's a thread, if there's a trend there. Now, when I look at the page that's sorted for me, what stands out to me is the posts that generated the most comments are either personal photographs of me and my family or they are carousels that are highly educational. So that tells me something. My audience engage mostly when it's a personal photo or when it's highly educational content. The other thing I will look at is profile visits because if you're trying to grow your account, then you really want your content to drive people to your profile. Now, when I look at that and I filter that for 30 days, I see, what do I see? I see a a similar picture. The number one post that drove profile visits was actually a quote post. Position two and three are personal pictures of me, and then it goes into educational content. So that does tell me something, that most of the time here, it's people wanting to see who's posted the quote and who's posted that personal picture rather than the educational content. But I bet if I go to the saves option, yeah, exactly as I thought it would be. If I then go and sort my audience's favorite post from a point of view of highest number of saves, then the posts that come out on top are the carousels. The personal pictures are way down the page. The quotes are not there. The podcast graphics are not there. It is all about the educational content, which gets the saves. So why am I telling you this? I'm telling you this because if you are scratching your head sometimes wondering what on earth can I post today? What on earth can I share with my audience? My suggestion for you is before you start thinking about a new content strategy or brainstorming brand new ideas, go and have a look at what your audience are already telling you that they enjoy. Go and have a look at what they're saving. Go and have a look at what they're sharing. Go and have a look at what generates comments. And if you do that and you create from that place, then you will always be the most likely to get engagement. And obviously it's engagement that helps us nurture and build relationships. And it isn't until we've nurtured and built relationships that we can even attempt to get a call to action over the line. You know, whether that's book a call with me, DM me or buy my offer. Okay, so I don't want to over fry your brain with too much Instagram stuff. So if this episode has been useful and you want me to talk more about insights, drop me a DM over on Instagram and I will talk more with you about insights. I will do a part two of this episode. But I think this gives you enough to go on for you to just start dropping down that insights menu, having a look, learning, you know, being curious, start filtering the menu in different ways and start repurposing some of that content. Start using those ideas to help you brainstorm 
new content um, topics and pillars that you know that your audience are going to enjoy. Okay, so that's it from me today. Hope it's been super useful. One of the next episodes that I'm going to create for you is how to sell in the DMs. And I know that that makes you cringe. I know that you hate the DMs. And that's because so many of us have our DMs completely blown up every day by sleazy weirdos. I am going to teach you in a future episode how to sell in the DMs without being one of those sleazy, icky, cold DM people because it is totally possible for you to build really good relationships in the DMs without anybody thinking that you're salesy or infringing on their private time. So that's it for me today. Thank you so much for being here listening and I will see you on the next episode. So that's it for today. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. If growing your business is a big priority right now and you'd like to get my feedback on how you could move forward with bigger and faster success, then take part in my free personal assessment. It's called Next Best Opportunity and I get back to you within three days of you answering 20 questions about your business and goals and I give you my tailored feedback. If that sounds like something that you would like to do, then just click the link below in the show notes or head over to my Instagram and have a chat with me in the DMs over there. 